Welcome to the Beyond Sugar Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame, holistic nutrition coach and speaker. Together, we'll be diving into much more than just another conversation around sugar addiction and nutrition. But more importantly, I'll be guiding you through the inner work and spiritual healing that lies at the root of your unhealthy habits with food. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on the Beyond Sugar Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame, sugar freedom expert and somatic embodiment coach. And today we're diving into some really deep layers of the inner work that, you know, this podcast is all about. If you've been listening for a while, you know that we're here to really uncover the root causes of what is actually keeping you hooked on the sugar roller coaster. And today, actually, I'm going to share a little bit of some things that have been going on in my personal life that have really inspired this episode and inspired me talking about these three missing ingredients that most of you listening to this have completely ignored and is why you feel like you're stuck on the roller coaster year after year. And I say this confidently because I've been working with women now in, for seven years, helping them overcome and heal their, their root causes of their addictive patterns. And I see this every time, every client, and in my own journey, these three pieces, these three ingredients that are, in my opinion, absolutely mandatory for our health, our mental health, physical health, spiritual health as human beings. These are these are n- nutrients, necessary nutrients that I'm going to be sharing with you you today. But before I do, I want to celebrate uh, a little bit with all of you. At the time of recording this episode, I have just wrapped up another eight-week emotional empowerment program. This is a group program that I host only once a year to really guide women into exactly this, the inner work, the root causes, and really not only bringing awareness to what is actually at the base internally within ourselves that is causing us to constantly cope and numb out with sugar, but also to start building the toolbox and building the tools and actually shifting the nervous system and shifting these old wirings that are under the surface controlling our compulsions with food We get into all of that in the Emotional Empowerment Program. And I just want to take a minute to celebrate the incredible women who just graduated and are now in my monthly membership community for ongoing support. And I wanted to share a few words from these women who have just completed this program. And I will mention, I will throw a link below in the show notes for anyone who's interested to be the first to know when I open registration for the next Emotional Empowerment Program, uh, you can come and get on the wait list below. So one of the women here, um, everybody, confidentiality, names unnamed, uh, is mentioning here, she says, before the program, I struggled to understand why I couldn't stick to things or move forward in my life because I didn't understand the nature of my emotions. And now I can understand that. And it's easier for me to accept that the process is a process and it's cyclical in nature of healing our emotions. So incredible. She's got this amazing deep awareness now of what is really going on emotionally, which is for all of us such a root cause, right? We dive deep into this emotional piece so we can become emotionally empowered, obviously, hence the name of this program. Uh, Another one of the participants said, this is my second program with Danny, and it is the best by far. She hits it right on the head with this stuff. 
that's really going on under the surface, explaining various options to try and, and always telling us that it's okay if things don't work out immediately. I feel like I have a roadmap to my emotions and I feel solid. Until now, I felt like I was going in circles, lost and clueless with nothing working. I'm curious if any of you listening can relate to that. Um, I know this, this, this woman specifically had been in this cycle of like hitting her head against the wall, right? In an energetic sense for decades, right? Clueless, lost, running in circles, trying the next fad diet. Um, so if any of you are, are resonating or listening, you know, and, and hearing that and thinking, well, that's me, um, then I encourage you to come get your name on the wait list. Of course, another woman says I'm kinder to myself. I love that, uh, that piece of feedback. I love seeing her comment that I'm just kinder to myself. Imagine what could change in your life if you were kinder to yourself as well. Just so powerful. So thank you. Thank you, ladies. Uh, if you're listening to this and you know that that was you that that mentioned that, I'm so, so honored to be your guide and to be hosting these programs. It is so near and dear to my heart. And anyone listening who's curious, again, to know more about the Emotional Empowerment Program, you can find the, the link to get your name on the wait list in the show notes below. I want to share a little bit before we get into today's episode, because what's been going on personally for me is actually exactly why I'm sharing these three missing ingredients with all of you today. So one of the things that I've been noticing in my own life over the last actually probably couple months is there's been a lot of growth. And by that, I mean a lot of pain. <laughs> That's usually how they go together. Um, for most of you who have been following along, you know that it started with a wave of grief as we lost, you know, our foster kittens. And from there, just escalated in all areas of my life. It felt like the universe was really throwing everything at me at once. And I know that I can handle it. And at the same time, it's hard and it's painful and it sucks and it's exhausting. And I'm so grateful for the tools that I now have for myself to not only get the support that I need, but to rest and to look after and to self-care in those periods of time where it feels like the growth is happening all at once. All the challenges are coming up all at once. And I've been feeling this for, you know, a couple months and, and understanding underneath all of this, that there's some big shifts happening for me, some big leaps in my own life, both energetically, mentally, spiritually, and my business, in my life, uh, in my friendships. So I'm observing this like tectonic plate shifting. And in that process, one of my deep callings from within has been to get away and rest, right? And really take some space from everyday doing and being busy to integrate all of these shifts that are happening on the inside, all of my inner work, all of the inner pieces for me. So what I did actually last week, at, well, at the time of recording this, at the end of June, was even though it was inconvenient, even though I didn't have the time in my schedule, even though I had endless emails and tasks on my to-do list, I took myself away on a two-day camping trip. Now, for those of you who have been following this podcast for a while, you know that my little Danny retreats, my Danny getaways are really, really potent and important priority in my life to nourish myself, nourish my soul, my mind, and to really reconnect with my true self. And getting away from it all, whether it's at an Airbnb or a trip or camping, 
I personally prefer camping. I love that it's nice enough now. It's summer and I can do that. I love just being out in nature with nothing to do, nowhere to be, no cell reception, no computers, and just be with myself. So I did this and I'm so grateful that I did because as always happens on these getaways is I had the space and the day felt so long, by the way, when you have nothing to do all day, it's like the day is forever. It's an amazing play on our concept of relationship with time. Conversation for another day. Um, but I, I got some amazing insights and some, some time and energy to to brainstorm on some things that I'm working on, to actually do some planning for my upcoming emotional empower or sugar freedom embodiment retreat. <laughs> the retreat that I'm hosting, first in-person retreat ever happening at the end of July. I was able to really have the space to, to sit down and create the schedule and to organize and to make some lists and make some plans for some of the amazing workshops that we're gonna be going through in that retreat. And these are things that just have been building in me that I really wanted to have space for. And But in the everyday life of busyness, there was no time. So I made the time. And that's the message that I want to share with all of you here is that sometimes we have to make the time. We have to prioritize what we know we need for our self-care, for our happiness, for our mental health, to do those things. And actually, stepping back a couple of weeks even before that, I don't think I've shared formally here on the podcast yet that I did uh, participated in another medicine ceremony. So I sat with psilocybin a few weeks ago. Um, again, it's been uh, almost a year since I've sat with that medicine, and really going in with some some powerful intentions around what I want my life to look like, and a lot of pieces within that, of course. And I got a lot out of that ceremony. It was absolutely, as it is every time um, I do these medicine ceremonies, and I know I've been speaking more and more publicly about my work with, with psychedelics and, and with these healing ceremonies. And for me, this one was really a wake-up call about how complicated my life has become and the truth of what I actually want my life to be, which is really simple. I want to have a garden and be on the land and have my own property and just, you know, not be rushing all day long and be more present, be more at peace, slow the heck down and, you know, really, really soak in the relationships that matter in my life. So it was a, it was a really beautiful reminder for me and I'm continuing to integrate that. And both of these, and actually that is really one of the things that instigated my camping trip was really working on stepping back. And I'm going to talk about this today because believe it or not, like a lot of this and what I'm doing for my healing journey is exactly what I want to share today with all of you. And these three ingredients that I am very much embodying and practicing, and it is hard. It's hard work, ladies, but I'm so grateful for it. And I would not have it any other way to be able to live my life more fully, to be able to be more connected with my true self, with my body, more in love with myself so that I'm no longer using food or alcohol to cope, to numb out, right? I have my tools now. I know how to nourish myself when I need that. And I want that for all of you as well. And this is really why I I'm hosting the upcoming retreat here in the end of July is to support women like yourself to build this foundation from within, right? Build these resources from within your tools so that when you go into your everyday life, you can be more present. You can be more at peace. You can be more connected with yourself on a daily basis and no longer need food to escape, right? And to numb out. 
So little updates for you there. Um, and, you know, this, as I said, is all guiding into exactly what, what and why I want to share with you today these three ingredients. Because most women, and I'm, I'm actually curious if you're listening to this, you know, are you sitting there thinking like, why can't I get off the sugar roller coaster? Why does it seem so hard? Every year I try, right? Year after year, but I'm feeling deflated. I'm exhausted. I'm just totally giving up hope that it's even possible to have a healthy relationship with food. Like maybe I'm just not one of those people. It's just not in the cards for me. So why bother? Like are any of those thoughts going on in your head? Because if they are, this episode is for you, right? That is exactly why I want to share these three missing pieces with all of you today, because most women, and I guarantee you listening to this right now, are deficient in at least one, if not all three of these pieces that I'm going to be talking about today. And these are deep inner pieces. And these are parts of your healing path that take effort and are difficult. And this is why most people never talk about them or never want to do them. But I'm here to give you a little bit of tough love, ladies. It is time, right? If you actually want to get off this roller coaster and stop trying your 30-day detox every year that doesn't really seem to stick, then listen up, right? These ingredients, and I know I'm teasing it, I'm going to get to the first one here in just a minute. These are not something that you're going to see in some fancy article, some headline in the news. You know, these are kind of secret inner healing pieces that I have really seen crystal clear in my own healing journey and with my clients over the last seven years. And as I said, we're going to be really focusing deeply on each of these in the upcoming Sugar Freedom Embodiment Retreat that's happening at the end of July. Uh, There, by the way, is still a few spots left for that retreat. So if you want to come check it out, come apply. You can see all the information. The link is below in the show notes. Come join in person where we get to do this deep inner healing in a much more potent and powerful way than we ever can in on Zoom, on the internet. Uh, It's going to be so incredible. Okay. Okay. Enough teasing. Enough teasing, Danny. What are these three missing ingredients? What are they? What are they? Blow my mind, right? You're ready for this. Now, none of these are going to be a surprise to you. None of them, but they are going to be something that you're not fully honoring in your life, right? Sometimes the, the answers to our problems and our challenges and our questions are right there. And all it takes is intentional focus and daily practice to actually cultivate them. So secret missing piece ingredient number one is joy and play. Play, ladies. When was the last time you fully felt alive and joyful? When was the last time you let your inner child out and you let your silly self out to play? Right? Play is not something that ends as an adult. It's actually something that we need intrinsically to feel joy and happiness in our life every day, even as adults, right? And the people who live the longest and live the happiest are the ones who are connected to this playfulness and this joy that comes through play, right? I'm kind of combining these two, joy and play, because they go hand in hand. And the truth is when most of us have forgotten this, right? We've had the adulting take over, the responsibilities take over, and we feel like, well, I'm not a kid, so I can't play, right? And instead, we turn to food, right? We're using food now as this source of joy, 
right? Or the source of like a dopamine hit, happy, fake happiness, right? We've forgotten how to actually feel joy and, and allow ourselves to play and be silly. This has been a huge part, huge, huge part of my personal journey in understanding that when we regulate our nervous systems, right? When we actually allow our bodies to rest, to feel safe, which is essentially what a regulated nervous system can get you back to, right? Is that safety in the body, which most of us have never felt, by the way. And that's an episode I've done a little bit ago where we talked about the nervous system. Listen to that one. I think it was a couple months ago. But uh, when our nervous system feels safe, right? And this is when you see animals or you see children, when they feel safe, their true nature is to play, is to be silly, is to laugh, is to smile, is to be goofy and tickle and giggle. This is our true nature as humans. And there's some sort of belief out there in the world that means as you have to grow up right? I love the, the, the um, mantra, the slogan, don't grow up. It's a trap. Um, I remember when I heard that one years ago, I was like, oh, it's so true. Like, I never want to grow up. I want to always keep my childlike wonder and curiosity and awe of the world around me and play, can stay connected. This is one of the best ways that we can build, rebuild a relationship with our wounded inner child and reparent ourselves is through play. When was the last time you played? Really played. Like got all in it, lost yourself in play. For most of you listening, you probably can't even remember a time. And this is the problem. Because when we don't have this natural energy and vibration flowing through our body of joy and play, we have instead been taught to use sugar for that. Sugar is now the main source of joy for most women, maybe you, right? It is the main way that you even maybe engage in quote unquote play. Maybe you're having games night with friends, but there's a whole bunch of junk food around because that's how you feel like you're playing, right? There's ice cream involved or you're going out, you know, for ice cream and maybe that is part of that for you. And there's food now attached, which is not real play. And obviously not serving you and not supporting your health, right? So this is probably a whole episode, a whole conversation for another day, but we're going to be tapping into play. This is something that is so visceral and potent in person. And we're going to be doing some super fun, playful things at the upcoming retreat that I'm so excited to help all the participants, all the women who are joining to really tap into this inner child and tap into the, the, the joy that exists from within, right? Joy is something from within. It's not an external something, happiness as well, right? And through play, we can really remember that and bringing that more into our day-to-day lives. So this is something that I'm continuing to work on. Playful is actually on my vision board right now. I can see it. Playful is something that I know is my true nature. And I love being silly Danny. I love it when she comes out, when she comes to play and when I can be silly and I can chase the kitten up and down the hallway and, you know, just be silly. So how can you do this? How can you tap into play? Maybe you have no idea where to start and this is something so foreign to you. So the first question, the first piece for you to spend some time reflecting on with what did you enjoy doing to play as a child? Now, 
The sad truth is many of you maybe didn't play as a child. I know there are a lot of women and a lot of the deep work that we do in my programs and in the upcoming retreat is is helping women heal these patterns of, of, you know, growing up too soon. I know a lot of women, a lot of you listening, maybe didn't feel like you really got to be a child. Maybe you had to care give, you had to look after mom or dad or your siblings. And there was almost this like missed childhood experience where you didn't get to just be irresponsible and in the moment and, and playful. But If you did, or you can even think of one thing that you enjoyed doing to play as a child. Maybe it was playing with your dolls, or maybe it was building Lego, or maybe it was playing tag or hide and seek. Uh, Hide and seek was one of my favorites, by the way. We had a big house with lots of weird crooks and crannies and hiding spots. It would take like half an hour to find somebody sometimes. (laughs) Uh, My dad was a great hider. So what did you enjoy to do? to play when you were a child, right? I remember we used to take mattresses and slide down the stairs, right? Or build forts. Oh, that is one of my favorite. And actually my husband and I build forts. We do this. We bring this into our adult life. We love it. We build forts. We hang twinkle lights. We put uh, a mattress in there. We spend the night in the fort, in the living room. And it's so much fun. So a couple other things you can do to start tapping into this, just start being aware of inviting in more play in your day is playing with other children. Children are an amazing resource. They make you play with them if if you're open and willing, right? Just go hang out with kids. Uh, obviously, kids that you know, please don't go creep at the playground. <laughs> you know, these are children in your own life that you know. You know, maybe you've got nieces and nephews or even your own children. Get in there and play with them, right? Notice where you're stuck in, no, mom's too busy or uh, I'm adulting mode, I have to make dinner versus, yeah, I'll come sit on the floor with you and play Lego, right? Allow yourself to get sucked in to that play and let children teach you how to do that. They already innately know how to play. Another couple things that, that I love is getting dirty. So getting outside, getting your hands in the dirt. Uh, maybe you've got your feet, you know, shoes off at the beach, running, um, you know, splashing in the water, throwing rocks, you know, these sorts of things where you're engaging with nature and getting, getting dirty, getting your hands dirty, right? Getting your clothes dirty, Buying crafts and doing crafts is really wonderful. Maybe getting in like some uh, finger painting and, you know, glue gunning and sparkles and coloring books, like these really fun things that we loved as kids. Silly dance parties are amazing. Uh, Playing with animals, like I mentioned, this is a a one that I always love um, getting into playfulness with animals when they're in a playful mood as well. So just be on the lookout, you know, even things like going to the playground, sliding down the slides, go to, go to the water park, right? Like these things are all accessible when you are allowing your inner child to come through. When you're allowing her to guide you, she will tell you how to play. She will guide you. And as you do this, you will notice yourself opening to more capacity for joy and more capacity for for happiness and lightness and smiling on a daily basis. So number one, joy and play. This is missing. And maybe by now you're seeing where this is missing in your life, where you have been neglecting your own playfulness. Let's move on to secret ingredient number two. Behind door number two is pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. All right, ladies, we need to talk about pleasure. We need to talk about this because this is something that we are all starving for. Starving for. It is an innate 
human need to feel pleasure. And I'm not just talking about sexual pleasure. That is a very amazing, important part of it. But pleasure in touch, in sound, in involving our senses, in watching a sunset. There is so much pleasure to be had on a daily basis. And we are starving for it. It is an incredibly important human need, which is why researchers and scientists and food companies have been spending billions of dollars studying the pleasure points in our brain and in our mouth to make food hit those points. Uh, if anyone's ever heard of the bliss point, uh, there's actually a great book called The Pleasure Trap, right? This is understanding that as humans, we are innately built to go towards pleasure and away from pain. That is literally our energetic pull is going towards things that give us pleasure and going away from things that give us pain, right? That is, that's it. That's, that's all it is to be a human. So this is something that is very innate. It's very needed. Yet, especially as women, we carry so much shame and guilt around feeling pleasure. Even just the pleasure of sitting on the deck at, with nothing to do for an hour reading your favorite book. No, I've got to be doing something. Oh no, I'm not being productive. People are judging me. I'm being selfish. The thoughts that we have whenever we sit down or engage in pleasure are atrocious. And it is so sad. It breaks my heart that this is not something that we have been taught. It's our birthright. Pleasure is our birthright. So is our power, by the way, ladies. But this is understanding that there are layers here of the shame, the guilt, the, the self put downs around even allowing ourselves to feel pleasure. So instead, we use what society tells us to use sugar for pleasure, right? Say, similar to what I just mentioned around joy, right? Is, is tapping into this dopamine hit that we get from sugar, right? Because the scientists and the food companies have studied our mouth and they know how to hit those points in our brain that signify pleasure, a momentary sensation of pleasure, that dopamine hit. But it's not real pleasure. That is not real pleasure. And I want all of you right here, right now to make a declaration to yourself, to open your eyes and your senses to more pleasure. And it's actually incredible when we think, look at and think about the cultures, like even in Europe, right? I'm thinking of like France and Italy, where they even engage in more pleasure with their food, right? Maybe they're having wine and they're having pasta, right? They're having a high carb meal, but it's slow and pleasurable. It's almost like having a love affair with your food right? And fresh fruit, like all of these things can be really sensual and can be really pleasurable. And the enjoyment of that and the energy behind that, how that actually affects your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your food, your digestive system, your body's ability to assimilate nutrients. It's just incredible. But we don't do that, right? Instead, we guilt ourselves every time we eat a meal, right? We shame ourselves for just not feeling good in our body or not being the perfect weight or the shape or the look that we want to be, right? And the way that, you know, we are. And I want to encourage all of you to begin putting an end to that. This is, this is a work in progress. This is a hard one, ladies, to tap into because we have a lot of walls up. We have a lot of walls up around pleasure. Our society has taught us that it's not okay to feel pleasure, Right? It's not okay to want pleasure or express pleasure. 
right? And I'm not just, again, not just talking about sexual pleasure, which is obviously a huge one that we have a lot of cultural stigma around, but other pleasures, right? Like taking an evening off and not doing anything, right? And by the way, Netflix is not pleasure. It might feel like it, right? But it's the same numbing out pattern as binging on sugar, right? Or having a tub of ice cream or drinking a bottle of wine, right? It gives you that pleasure hit in the brain that's actually fake pleasure. So how can you begin then? How can you begin to tap into pleasure? I want to give you with each of these a few suggestions to get you started. Okay, so there's many ways that you can tap into pleasure. And I really encourage you, again, all of these involve beginning to be present, right? And bringing the intention of like, how am I going to feel pleasure today? Or how am I going to connect with pleasure today? So some things like tapping into the power of touch. Touch is such an incredible pleasure portal, right? Touching your own body, having someone else touch your body, right? Touching your, maybe it's massaging your head. Maybe it's even just running your fingers lightly on your arms or down your legs or giving yourself a nice massage after you get out of the bath, right? Like just tapping into physical touch in a way that you're present and in a way that's slow and soft, right? This isn't about just quickly rubbing lotion all over yourself and then running off to the next appointment. This is about slowing down and, and really feeling what it feels like to maybe massage your face or rub your hair, bringing in that felt sensation of touch. And within that, taking a deeper level, obviously in terms of getting into our sensuality, tapping into your sexuality, ladies. This is so important. This is something that I am continuing to work on. Um, There's a lot of blocks. There's a lot of sexual shame. There's a lot of societal, um, cultural beliefs that I've been working through a lot of my own sexual trauma, but reconnecting with my womb, reconnecting with my body, reconnecting with my all beautiful parts of my body and the sensations when they're touched and when they, you know, are, are felt and moving in a way that is tapped into that feminine sensuality. So this is a really important part of being able to feel pleasure, right? Being able to feel that creative life force energy, that orgasmic energy that flows through all of us when we tap into that. So obviously, as we're talking about pleasure, right, we also need to mention having good orgasms. Ladies, this is so important, right? Like actually being in connection with our sexuality in that way and that amazing, juicy energy that is the life force energy that is literally how we create babies, how we create life forms on this planet. This is what gave us life, this beautiful orgasmic energy. And I know most women have completely cut themselves off to that. Um, I know myself as well. There have been times where I've just shut down. I've shut down from that juicy life energy flowing through me. And it takes some effort and time to, to bring her back to life. And I want you all to start doing that, right? And that definitely does not need to involve another human being. This is your own practice, your own connection with your own body, your own sensuality, and your own pleasure. A couple other things that I love as well when we tap into pleasure is dance, Right? moving your body and maybe bringing in some of that sensuality and touch as you move and you listen to beautiful music, right? And whatever moves you going for massages, right? Really sinking into, oh, that amazing feeling of being massaged. Maybe it's a foot massage or a full body massage again with the touch, 
right? We want to involve our senses when we talk about pleasure. So sight, sound, touch, taste. So as I mentioned earlier as well, really bringing in pleasure with your food. This is a, a very important piece. We're going to be doing a lot of this at the upcoming retreat, eating slow eating mindfully, right? Actually feeling the textures of the food and the flavors in your mouth before you swallow, right? We're not rush eating here. We're slowing things down so that we can actually feel the pleasure and joy in them. Of course, there's pleasure everywhere in nature, right? Watching a sunset. This morning, actually, I went for a run at the river where I, near my house where I normally go. And I usually go for a swim right after I'm done my run. And I was there all by myself, 7.30 in the morning. And I went down to the river and I looked to my left and there were three deer crossing the river, uh, walking across. It was shallow where they were walking and just walking across. They saw me. I saw them. We just stared at each other for a while. And it was just, it was so pleasurable to be witness to something so beautiful, right? Beauty in that. Beauty and pleasure go hand in hand. So look to nature for these, these moments of pleasure as well, right? And allow that to seep into your bones. So this is number two, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Please go feel pleasure today without food because there are so many ways that you can tap into this and it really just involves you being intentional about it. So moving on. What is number three? Secret ingredient number three. Okay. And in my opinion, in my life, this has been the hardest, <laughs> continues to be the hardest. Okay. Number three here is presence. And what I mean by that is slowing down, chilling out, ladies. We have been sucked into a whirlwind patriarchy, extroverted society and world where we are taught that our worth is based off how much we get done, how quickly we get it done, how long our checklists are, all the things. And this is one of the hardest and most important lessons in my life. And I think in anyone who is any sort of thought leader, spiritual leader, health guru will tell you this, right? That we cannot keep running on burnout mode. That is what we are doing. We are running in nervous system dysregulation, burnout mode in our society, and we have forgotten how to be present. We have forgotten how to actually be in our life. It's almost like we're just speed running through our lives. We're caught in this go mode. The patriarchy has taught us to do that. And it's not working. It's not working. You're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted, you're binging on food, you're not sleeping properly, your hormones are out of balance, you can't connect to play or pleasure because you just don't have time for it. Oh, it's just exhausting even just saying that out loud. I can feel that in my body like, ugh, ugh, I just need a deep breath. That just sounds exhausting. Running from one thing to another, one appointment to another. Right? Feeling like there's never enough time in the day, stuffing food to cope and get through right? and give you that boost of energy to get through the day. And I know this is extra for anyone with kids, right? Anyone who has young kids, right? There's a lot on the plate. There's a lot to do. And this was one of, like I said, one of the biggest things that came through my most recent medicine ceremony was this real deep embodied understanding of when did life get so complicated, looked at my schedule. The last couple months has been booked, booked in time to hang out with my mom, booked in time to like eat pretty much, like booked in time for like everything was slotted. And I don't know about you, but that is not how I want to live my life. 
I want flow. I want to be able to be present and go with the flow and not feel like I'm having to get all sorts of things done every day. And yes, sometimes there are days where that happens. Yes, of course, there are times when there's a lot going on and we feel like it's all important, but I want to challenge all of us right now. I'm challenging myself in a big way and it's really uncomfortable to start asking, like, how can I actually simplify my life? And more importantly, what do you actually want your life to feel like? And are you there? Right? I had to get really honest with myself. You know, and I'm going to be real vulnerably honest here for the last couple of years. I have not been living the life that I want energetically and emotionally. Yes, there have been lots of times that that has shown up, but I get sucked right back in to the busyness, to the to-dos, to the always on. You know, there's lots to do. I have lots of big dreams and, I, you know, I'm, I love what I do and I have so much to share with the world. And at the same time, I was losing track of being present in that process. It's so easy to get sucked into that. And it's a continual work in progress, but it is absolutely mandatory. If we ever want to learn how to regulate our nervous systems, teach our bodies how to feel safe, actually feel peace and rest in our bodies, we need to learn how to go slow. We need to learn how to <sighs> take the breath, slow down, put less on our plate, do less, do less, and know that you don't have to do anything in order to be worthy and loved. And this is where this comes up against most of our, those, those core limiting beliefs, right? Is when we start to peel back and I did absolutely nothing today. And I know I felt this and I've gotten so much better at it. I, this does not bother me at all anymore, but I used to feel completely worthless, right? I've done nothing today. I've done absolutely nothing. What a waste of a day, I would say to myself. As opposed to understanding, well, that's the whole point of this life that I'm living is to be present and to just go for that slow walk and cook that nourishing food and just be a human being, right? Not a human doing. So this busyness that we're addicted to, which by the way is another addiction because being busy prevents us from having to feel. There's a lot of resistance that I know a lot of you have around slowing down. Yeah, but Danny, I can't. That doesn't work for me. I don't work for myself. I have to go to work and I've got kids. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still possible. It is possible. And yes, sometimes it may mean having to make some really hard decisions, some really hard choices. You know, I know in my life that has as well. I had to, I left my job, right? That was scary. Absolutely terrifying. Leap of faith into starting my own business. Right? And even right now, as some of these shifts are percolating under me, under the surface, I'm really understanding that there's some big shifts that I even need to make in my business because I'm, it's not sustainable. It's not the way that I want to live everyday life. You know, being a slave to my email, to being a slave to creating videos and podcasts and interviews. And yes, I want to do all of that but I don't need to do it at the rate in which society has taught me I need to, right? So for me, this is involving things like making sure I have days in my calendar where I'm not taking calls, right? And on the days where I take calls, whether it's client calls or interviews or recording podcasts like this, maybe I only have two or three instead of six, right? So that I'm not back to back to back. And this allows me to be more pleasant, present. And it's hard. It's hard to make those changes. And it's going to take me a couple months to actually implement the changes that I want to make. And that's okay. 
This is a process, right? To become more present in my life and to slow down and enjoy, right? If I feel like after recording this, this podcast, I want to go out and, and tend to my garden, or I want to go, uh, go out for a walk. Maybe I want to go play with the kitten. I'm going to do that, right? Because I don't have to rush after this, right? And what is important will get done. And the things that aren't or won't get done, maybe they don't need to be done, right? There's a lot of prioritizing here that is, I know, really hard for a lot of you because it feels like everything's important at once, but it's not true. So my invitation for you here is to get really serious with yourself, really honest. But what is actually important to you in your life? What are the things that matter? Is it time with family, right? This is values work 101, right? Is it time with family? Is it, you know, feeling relaxed all day? Is it making time for play, right? And then asking these questions like, how can I simplify my life? If you can relate with that, I know I've just had that epiphany a couple weeks ago. Oh my goodness, my life has gotten way too complicated and I don't want it to be complicated. I want to live simply. I live very simply. I don't have a lot of stuff. I want to, uh, you know, as my husband and I are working on buying land so we can build our dream home and have the sanctuary garden. I can't wait for my garden, you know, and just simple life, right? Without having to race through life. I want to be more present. How can you create more space in your days so that you're not rushing? So this is my invitation for you to invite in presence and going slow. And that can be as simple as taking three deep breaths as many times as you remember throughout the day. As simple as getting out of the office, going outside in the garden for five minutes before coming back. Right? These moments throughout your day where you get to be present and slow down. Look at your calendar. And this is a hard one. I know this is hard, but I've done this. Look at your calendar. What can you say no to? What can you say no to? Is there a family dinner? Is there a getaway with friends that you barely even like (laughs) that you've got booked in? Is there, you know, what's on the calendar for the next few months that really isn't that important, right? And how can you free up time for yourself? to allow for this flow. This is, these are questions I'm asking myself right now. And I want to pass those on to you because this is how we do this. This is how we slow down. So there you have it. These three missing ingredients, joy and play, pleasure and presence, slowing down. These are the pieces that I know all of you listening to this are missing in some capacity. Maybe you're really nailing it with the play, right? And you are just a goofy, playful, silly woman, just loving all the things play. Amazing. But maybe you're not tuned into your pleasure, right? You're not tuned into your, your touch, your sensuality, your senses. Maybe you're not being present, right? So this is the invitation for you here. Now your homework is to choose one thing that resonates for you personally, that you'll do this week to cultivate each of these in your life. So one thing that you're going to do this week to play, one thing that you're going to do that gives you deep pleasure, and one thing that you can commit to that's going to help you be more present. Slow down. Maybe that's booking an afternoon off in your calendar or going for a pedicure or just planning an evening at the beach. What are the one thing you're going to do for each of these this week? That is your action item. That is your homework. 
and report back. Report back. Please let me know how it goes. Come and send me a message either on Facebook, Instagram. Would love to hear from you. Keep this conversation going here. This is these areas of healing, I feel like are never talked about. And that's why I wanted to record this episode and why we're going to be cultivating each of these at the upcoming Sugar Freedom Embodiment Retreat in July. We're going to be playing. We're going to be tapping into our inner child, reparenting ourselves. We're going to be really tapping into pleasure, the pleasure of play, the pleasure of food, the pleasure of being in community and connection and connecting with our bodies. We're going to be slowing down. We're going to be really taking a lot of time to rest and be present in the process with each other. So if you want support and a community to actually guide you through how to embody each of these and how to really build these into your own life, I hope that you'll come join us. There is still just a few spots left. I'm so excited. There's still some space for you. If you know that this is what you need to be in community, to be in person, in the flesh, to really work through re patterning your root causes, your nervous system dysregulation, the emotional pieces, the baggage that you're carrying. We're going to be doing a lot of this deep work together and it's going to be so powerful. So powerful. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So hopefully we'll see you there. would love to have you join us and I am so, so grateful for you tuning into another episode. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to share more with all of you. Um, after the retreat, I've hired a beautiful photographer who's coming and there's going to be some incredible photos and takeaways from this powerful experience together. There are no words for what can happen in our healing journey when we come together as women. It is, I think it's the secret. I think it's the fourth secret, the secret sauce, being together in person in this way in a vulnerable, safe space that most of us, especially of women, have never had before. So looking forward to it. Can you tell I'm excited? All right. I hope you all have an amazing day and we will see you on the next episode. Bye everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you're loving what we talked about today, please remember to subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with someone you love. And if you're ready to dive deeper into discovering your root causes and patterns that are keeping you hooked on sugar, be sure to check out our brand new free workshop series that will help you kick emotional eating for good. Find the link to download this free series and other amazing resources in the show notes below.